coming to you with our dreams of spring. But it's the brutal, frigid reality of winter. It's the queer-centric and queers Johnny. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a special rendition of the queer-centric. I am your host today, the ever-famous intern. I am here with our host, Johnny. I'm in studio. I feel very special being on this side of the desk and you run the show because I can relax. Yeah, (laughs) Mr. Relax. Just relax. Well, um, I'm going to be interviewing him. So let's just dig into this. I'm down. Of delicious. Oh, I am a I am a piece of cake. So, here we are, Spokane. Yeah. Um, what? This is like a. I I think it's like whoa, Spokane. You're doing an event like this. (gasps) I know. Who in Sam Adams, (laughs) freaking decided they were going to do an event like this? And so what? What sparks you to do that, and right. how would it transfer into right. what it is? First of all, I want to say, referencing Sam Adams, I could probably use a Sam Adams right now because it'll yeah. take the edge off uh, for it. For those of you who don't... See, I may be super queer, but I can talk beer. I can still do it. I can't. I'm I old enough. juice. <laughs> it, oh, I don't love it. <laughs> you know when I love it? About three-fourths of a pitcher in, and then I'm, I'm buzzed enough that I'm like, okay, this works. And beer has to be super cold for me. Okay, all of that. I like the stuff that tastes like a Capri Sun. Oh, you like the ciders. The fruity. No, the fruity tootie. Like I like my men, fruity tootie. (laughs) No, okay. Yes, that's a true thing. No, so yeah, so we're doing this uh, really crazy um, live show that we've been planning for four months in Spokane. uh, The Spokane... uh, the Spokane Public Library, to be exact, uh, was nice enough to say, hey, if you want to do that, we'll provide you this venue. And I am asked that question probably more than any other question, which is why are you doing this? Uh, But I get asked that question about the podcast, about the magazine that came before the podcast, about everything I've ever done. Jonathan, why? And I will tell you because I believe that the the strongest... um, strongest energy in this world is creative energy. I think that it builds people up and it doesn't tear them down. We do a lot of the the tearing down and destruction in this world. And it's the one place that I think we can come together, all people come together and uh, celebrate things together that we wouldn't normally notice. And I thought, first of all, I love entertainment. I love late night talk shows. I've seen them filmed. I watch them, of course, on TV. And I thought I would love to create something like that around an event like the Oscars, around film, which is something we all can get on board together with. And I want to celebrate humanity through this art. And I want to do it very proudly with our, you know, our queer name, 
uh, from a stage in an audience that I'm pretty sure is going to be very mixed between queer and non-queer individuals. And I thought, boy, that would be fun. So I'm going to get a comedy friend. He's going to do stand-up. I'm going to get a friend who talks films and knows everything there is to know about the Oscars. And we're going to talk film. We're going to have a live musician. And I'm going to try to be funny in the beginning. And uh, gonna, I'm going to do a number. And I thought this would be a great way to just get people of all walks of life up here to to yeah. watch this happen you know what i mean yeah that's that's amazing and i don't know if you thought of it in this perspective perspective <laughs> <laughs> but um you know you are obviously a flaming gay man flaming flaming gay it's man. amazing when i walk into doing, buildings they don't set on fire um doing this event in eastern washington yeah, yeah. and how how in your mind did you picture how this is gonna this <laughs> it's gonna affect the Spokane population? How is right. it like? Are they going to um, rejoice about this, or is this gonna be something that they're gonna mm, bite the teeth about? I would not. Um, I don't know if rejoice is the proper word. I will say I think the people are, who see it will have a great time. Um, but we, everybody in this room, we all know that uh, I love Spokane, but the fact is it's a lot more conservative on this side of the state. Mm -hmm. um, and there was just, I mean, if you pay attention to the news, you know that not very far from here at a library in Post Falls, the police were called at a library meeting because people were very upset about books in their library. It was crazy. And we're in a library in the middle of downtown. So we've got one thing going for us. The middle of downtown is probably the pretty much the only blue spot in Spokane County. And it's in the center of downtown. So we're there. Secondly, I'm really bad at, I guess, understanding uh, that maybe I should be more careful. I think my dad used to tell me all the time, you just need to be, you need to be quiet. You need to be safe. And I am all for being safe. I don't want to be hurt, but I also think nothing changes if nothing changes. So I'm going to do it and do it because I believe in it and I love it. And I believe that people need to uh, come together. I use a quote in our show uh, coming up, my Angelou, we are more alike than we are unalike. And I feel like someone has to do it. And if I'm loud and proud, I don't have the right not to. I love it. Perfectly well said. You love know, love it. I exactly. If you're passionate about something, who gives a darn toot? Yeah, who, you, you know. sound like my grandpa because yeah. he is he has a farmer in Colorado that he would say that. Or and my, you know, yeah. Like I said, I come from just down the road in Little Davenport. Yeah, and I know we think it's hard in Spokane. People, yeah, <laughs> um, there I think is when I was. Uh, going to school there was one person that was out, and that yeah. person, you know, kudos to them. Right. But, you know, as a closeted gay teenager, I would have loved to have an event like this because right. it would have given me the same reason why I joined this podcast. It gives me that out to be with people like it's okay right to freaking be exactly. gay yes. and you know i it's you know when you come from a place where it's like 
okay, we can be gay. We'll still love you, but let's not do the hand, hand flip. Let's not. Right. They take you apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. I understand I'm, that completely. You know, I, I think everybody who knows me, um, or if you're just learning about me, I grew up in the a Baptist minister's household. Yes. And I was kept silent for a very long time, which is why I feel like I'm so loud. Mm-hmm. You know, once I came out 21 years old, I, there was no turning back. I came out in the town newspaper um, because I remember thinking it was so painful to me. I, I basically lost my family for a good 10 years. And what was painful was thinking, okay, I hate this. I'm crying all the time, but I know I'm going to survive. What happens to the kid who's not going to survive? I feel like I don't have a right not to be the loud queer guy doing everything he can to make sure that kid has a place where he can feel like you said, feel like he belongs and that he, he has people who understand him or her or them. We love the theatrics. We love all of that. But most importantly, we're doing it for the kid behind us, yes. next in line. And I think we have to. And the other thing I always say to people is not everybody is built to be in front of the world, right? And that's okay, but those people then need you to support them. If they're the ones that are going to step on the front line, support them while they do it. We all have a piece of this. We don't have to be the loud mouth at the top, but we have to support each other or we get nowhere. We're all a puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. All a puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're talking about this live event that's amazing. Mm. And But I want to go a little more um, backstory. We've got some time. I want to go yeah, a little more do. backstory on... Um, what got you here to this moment now? What got you? So what got you back to Spokane? Because I know right. you left Spokane. I did. I what was in Spokane for here? a very long time, and I did Whether a. It's good or bad. What got back? Exactly. Got you back here. Um, so you know, I did a radio show back in the day when I was here before. It was a queer radio show. It was based on hard hitting news and opinions, and it was called Outspoken, and uh, that was a really fun run. Um, then we went to, I had a co-host then, we went to podcasting where we started just interviewing celebrity guests and that was fun. So we moved to LA where we could actually sit with those celebrities and that was so much fun. And then that did its run. And it's funny that you ask what brought me back. I actually got a surprise phone call from a uh, musician producer friend of mine out of nowhere from LA today. And, um, and so we talked for a good hour. He knows that there's a show coming. He saw that it was, he saw an advertisement for it. And he's like, I need to talk to Jonathan. And he is probably one of the most sincere, genuine human beings I think I've ever met. So we talked in what we real. so we're talking about LA, what it's like to exist in LA. And I can tell you there is a creative energy there that's great, but everything in the industry is designed for you to fail. Everything. There isn't a camaraderie there with most artists. Um, You will find them few and far between. I was lucky to work with a bunch of actors while I was down there. But the fact is, LA, uh, the industry doesn't want you to make it unless you are exactly what they want you to be. I'm a big old fat queer guy. That isn't, they're not handing me the lead role in anything. So in my world, I create the lead role for myself and I'm not gonna ask for permission. I'm just going to go for what is mine. But the other thing is L.A. is also not designed for any of us to survive. The cost of living there is so high. And what's fascinating is since I've come back, what I realized was the whole time I was in L.A., I was depressed. The whole time. 
uh, it really did feel like I was living in a cloud. Everything was very murky. The And I realized I was, I could not create there. I tried, it was just, everything was like trudging through muddy water. And I got a phone call one day. I was working at the Burbank airport and I get a phone call from someone I know up here out of nowhere and saying, if I offered you a job, would you come home? And I was like, what? Because that was not part of my plan. Um, and I, so I decided I'm going to be a smart ass and I'm going to tell him the most ridiculous things that I would need in order to come back. And then I would not feel bad because he would have to say no and I wouldn't have to tell this, this gentleman that I know I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But he did the opposite and he said, I'll give you everything. And I was like, well, shit. And so I had a lot of thinking and I realized, uh, you know, we only have one life. I don't want to be depressed and fighting. And this is not my time in LA. But you know what I know about Spokane because I've lived here off and on since I was 24 years old? Mm. I know that you can find people to collaborate with and you can create here much better than I could in LA. Here, we can make this happen. Here, Kurt was here. Uh, Kurt and I started talking the minute I got back because he produced the radio show back in the day. And uh, we both said, well, we want to create. We want to get together and create again. And so I moved back. I, it was like in the middle of the night. We, uh, friends came down from here, picked me up in their truck, straight through the night, uh, and we moved back. And I stayed with them for a month till I got my feet under me. And Kurt and I said, okay, we're going to do something. We're going to meet up. We're going to try to create magic again because the first time definitely was, we used to call it lightning in a bottle, and it was. And so this time's a different world, and that's how we evolved from starting with just writing interviews in a magazine to doing this podcast in this room. I didn't know you back then. And all of a sudden we have this team. And then I thought, okay, let's try this live show. And now we're trying this live show, which is Saturday. And you never have any guarantees, but you know, life favors the people who are willing to take the risk. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, what your viewers, your listeners love about you and what I love about you is that you are able to take something and create just beautiful magic. I mean, oh, with the atmosphere of the people you bring in, everyone you've brought in th while I've been an intern has impacted my life in a way. Oh, see, I, think I that's mean, amazing. it's just remarkable. And then you also talk about how you be, you're a cheerleader. That's how yes. you fight. You're a cheerleader. But I want you to sit here while I say this. And I want you to listen. Yeah, you're a cheerleader, but in your own way, you also lead. You lead by being able to show us that it's okay to go out there and do a dance. It's okay to just be chaotic sometimes. And it's just beautiful. Oh. And, you know, um, I think that's what people are going to see in this live show is the beautiful side of Mr. Johnny. Listen, we're hoping. I, I had a friend get a hold of me. That first of all, that was very sweet, and thank you for that. Um, that was good to hear. Um, and the, and a friend of mine said to me yesterday because I stress out a lot. Listen, yeah. I'm an emotional human being. Um, and she said, before you go out on that stage, you remember why why is it so important to you? Because as anybody in this room or anybody knows, uh, the things that we do mean 
more to me than probably people understand. The Every topic we talk about on our show, there's a whole thing I'm hoping for that topic to do. A whole group. I think of it from here, you know, I think of it for 20 years. What's going to, who is this going to help? So I have to remember that before I step foot on that stage. I want us all to have a good time and I want us to have permission to be amazing. And I need to make sure that I understand first that I have that permission. And that's exactly. what's going to make Saturday yeah, just so it's much gonna fun. Be, it's going to be like watching Mr. Disney up there when he started <laughs> something new. I swear. Yeah. Th- it's going to be great. From and, you your know, mouth to the universe, wherever it listens. <laughs> yeah. You're Mr. Gay Walt Disney. No. Right? Hey, yeah. Walt, can I have some, uh, let's get some of that money in here. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they're losing Mickey after all these years. I know. But that's a, that's a story for another time. <laughs> that's another podcast <laughs> but, we'll do. Um. I, you know, like when I told my parents about this live show, Mm. they go, okay, we're not going to go. It's not really our thing. And you're not in it. And I go, you know, I am in it. I'm not to sound cocky. If it wasn't for me, it wouldn't be running. Exactly. I'm trying to show your, I know Kurt. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) You can't see Kurt's face, but. I'm trying to show you, share my passion with you. That's why when they, with all this gay stuff, they go, oh, why, why do I have to wear that? I don't wear that for straight people. And I'm like, no, it's me trying to connect and show my passions. Yeah. What I'm important, what's important for me needs to be important for you. Yeah. And I think this live show that you're doing is going to show a lot of kids that, you know, you're important in yeah. all of us. And I think it, it comes right down to what you just said, which is the fact is every person is important. Every person has a a mission and a need that they're filling. If you weren't there, that's a team member that we need to make sure that the live night happens. It's that whole thing of if you can't be the one on top where you're being the loud one, be the one that supports that loud one. I can't be everywhere. So I always talk about find your local politician that you believe in and you go... Go support them. We all need something because we're all part of something bigger. And that's what they need to understand. The other thing is I always think about with parents who say things like that, it's such a very narrow uh, um, worldview because everybody has something they're proud of. And so if we turned it around and we said, uh, you know, you're proud of this. Why do you do that? Why is it part of our, why do you have to be so vocal about it? And they would be like, well, I'm proud of that. I'm not going to know. Exactly. Thank you for playing. It's the same thing. And we need to get outside of uh, separating each other and finding out our differences. And inside of human beings have a right to just enjoy the, the life that we have. And in my worldview, it's one life. So we need, to, we need it all to be okay. If we were all children, I would want to hug them all. So why can't I have that same feeling for adults as we get, yeah. as we get so older? So last question yeah. real quick to wrap up the evening so i know you can't share too much without you know all that jazz but (laughs) what shall we expect um on saturday sure um on saturday it's nothing uh if you're from spokane you're here whatever it's nothing you've ever seen before um but think of it as a it's live you are part of a live studio audience for this Basically, if you wanted to go to Colbert, if you wanted to go to Jimmy Kimmel, The Tonight Show, we're going to deliver it to you. We're going to keep you entertained from minute one 
all the way through the end of that show an hour and a half later. And it's going to be your music and your laughter and your film. And it's going to be about the things in life that are good. We, we're spending way too much time looking at the things of life that maybe aren't so good right now. So come in, celebrate each other, and then go have some food and meet a friend yeah. you've never met before. That's what I want for you. And did you know that you connected this right at the end of a college theater <laughs> thing? Did what? you do that? The end purpose? of a, Oh, you mean that was here? Yeah. No idea. It's, <laughs> it, ends, it ends Friday. Yes. And I've been inviting all the ones I've been talking to on an app that won't be nice. named. I'm like, hey, if you love theater, if you love the arts, yeah, come this on is, down. Come to well, this. Johnny, thank you for coming and thanks for being on that end. Yes, thank but you for doing it. Way to go. go. Way so, to go. everybody, you know, like always, tune, tune your ears to us and we will talk to you later. See ya. See ya.